In today's show, we've got news about Disneyland being back, Jungle Cruise, add some new characters, Blizzard Beach annual pass holder discount, is that a thing now? Is that possible again? Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome. So glad that you're here. We've got a great show for you. Before we get into that, I'm going to let you know a couple things. First of all, if you haven't caught the new show with Disney uh, Imagineer Brian Collins, you need to check that out. Uh, we're going to be talking with Brian uh, once a month or so, ballpark, and uh, he helped create some of the most beloved attractions, including the Jungle Cruise, World Showcase, and the Great Movie Ride, R.I.P., and uh, we're going to be talking to him about some of his stories about being an Imagineer uh, and then how the process of being Imagineer works. It's going to be great. Uh, there's, those shows are com- going to come out once a month. They should be popping up in your timeline and in your pod timeline and in your podcast catcher uh, so you don't have to do anything special. But, hey, Brian uh, Collins is part of the team. So glad to have him. So uh, be on the lookout for those new shows. Uh, and then I have to mention our good friends at Destinations to Travel as the world starts slowly opening back up and the United States slowly starts opening back up to some travel. Uh, I think Royal Caribbean made an announcement recently that they're going to start having cruising again. Uh, I think Carnival is going to be opening up soon and then Disney will probably follow suit. Um, If you're going to be doing any travel, especially nowadays, it helps to have a travel planner and uh, destinations to travel has got some of the best and they're going to help save you time, money and frustration. And they're going to know all the restrictions, all the health and safety measures for the different uh, travel places that you're going to. So, look, it doesn't cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? Uh, They'll help you. Try, uh, plan as much as you want to or as little as you want to uh, and it's always better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them so the best way to get in touch with our friends over there is to go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel uh, for our good friends at destinations to travel i should mention we're going to have an event with them here live uh july 13th and 14th or the possible dates that have been laid out <laughs> And yep. uh, we're going to be like live for two days in the parks and uh, probably giving away a lot of stuff. So uh, stay tuned uh, for more details on that. As soon as we know a little bit more, we'll be able to share that with you. But it's coming mm. soon. Awesome. Awesome. How was your uh, how was your weekend, buddy? Did you do any fun Disney stuff this week? Uh, No, not really. All right. Great. We're great Disney bloggers. <laughs> Have a nice night. <laughs> Uh, Costco, Italian Deli, and uh, a new restaurant on International Drive, Mm. which was Italian, by the way, as well. Right. Uh, let's see. Our our weekend started off with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and we, we cleaned house and uh, ran a few errands on Saturday. Uh, Sarah got a massage. 
Um, <laughs> and then Sunday was just uh, getting ready for the week. Did very little. Hung out with some friends. That's about yeah. it. That was our whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, did watch a lot of Disney Plus, but that's, you know, technically doesn't count. But that's a different that's show. What we did. Huh? That's a different show. That's a different show. Yeah. <laughs> Have to be a Patreon for that show. Uh, all right. Is, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into this whole? Uh, oh, yeah. Let me game? talk about my little tip. Uh, <clears throat> if you Please are. A, yeah. If you're a little uh, local uh, and you're jonesing to get to inside a park <laughs> and you've let your annual pass expire, uh, there's something called a shopper's pass. Mm. Anybody hear of it? Nope. Really? Okay. Really? This is the way it works. Go to the ticket gates of your park of choice, uh, Magic Kingdom or whatever. Now, it has, obviously, it's got to be a ticket gate on this side of the <laughs> the park, not on the inside of the park. Uh, so you go there and you say you would like a shopper's pass. And what they will do is they'll put a hold on your credit card for the full value of a day ticket. Mm. And what they'll then give you is a ticket to get into the park. And you have one hour to do whatever you want in the park. And then you have to be back to the ticket within the hour. If you're, I don't know how much you're over, but if you're late, they will then charge your uh, credit card the full value of a day ticket, assuming that you decide to stay inside. Wow. So uh, if you need to get something that's on sale in the stores or you, you need some, you know, new merch or coffee mugs or whatever, uh, right. that is what you can do. Get yourself a shopper's pass. Sweet. Yep. That's the tip of the day, my friends. Hmm. That's awesome. That's uh that's interesting. So you can uh you can come in and, and get your shopping done and race against the clock. Yeah. Wasn't there a show like that? Oh yeah. Like yeah, a yeah, game yeah. show shop. Yeah. Yeah, shop, totally. Shop, shop we were we were talking about this before we started recording, and I was thinking about okay, so Animal Kingdom might be difficult getting to discovery island yeah because you're running uphill and it's a long way yeah. unless you're trying to get to navi mm. world which would be challenging mm. uh and then epcot uh they moved mouse gears i don't yeah. i don't remember where they moved it but that's a little bit of a haul too right so i, I i'm thinking that really the the best places for shopping would be Hollywood Studios because you're literally right there once you're inside right. the gate. Right. And then uh, Magic Kingdom, I would think, because everything's pretty much right there. And yeah. I think you can get most everything that you want. So, I don't know. It would be tough for me. And yeah. is there really anything outside of just being in the parks? And I get that. I mean, I I have that pull to be back in the parks, too. But is there anything that you can get – you can't get – at Disney Springs, you can get in the parks. I mean, we, we don't sometimes, have as much. Yeah, sometimes there's some uh, park-exclusive merchandise or uh, things like that. It, it doesn't seem like a lot these days, but I, I think there is. But uh, I would probably go Magic Kingdom. I would probably go, you know, do some shopping. And mm -hmm. actually, while I was getting my ticket, I'd be mobile ordering from Casey's. Yeah. <laughs> Mobile order from Casey's. Yes, I'm here. Hit the button. You know, dark down Main Street. You know, do some shopping. Do some shopping. Do some shopping. 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 Shop, and then get to Casey's and go. My order's ready. And then get that and walk out of the park. And then I have something to eat and my merch. And I'd be uh, one and done. There you go. That's actually a really great idea. Let's see. Yeah. Sometimes really this works. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. 
<laughs> Smart. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about? No, nope, that's it? it. Yeah. All right. Then there's nothing else we could do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, everybody. Well, the magic is back at Disneyland Resort. Theme Park plans to reopen <laughs> on April 30th. So uh, after being closed for more than a year. God. I know. Whoa. Oh, man. Just think about that. That's weird. Okay. So just think about it. The longest the park has ever been closed is either hours or a day. Yes. Prior to COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yes. So after being closed for over one full freaking year, the magic is finally returning to Disneyland Resort theme parks. Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure are planning to officially reopen to the public on April 30th with limited capacity. Uh, limited capacity. Uh, you'll soon be welcome back to enjoy unforgettable uh, attractions. You can see beloved Disney friends, shop the latest merchandise, savor world-famous food and drinks, capture fun photos, and cherish special moments, all while social distancing. Uh, new magic uh, will be unveiled, too, as the uh, reimagined Snow White's Enchanted Wish opens the guests for the first time. That's new. Mm-hmm. Uh, for surprise appearances along Main Street USA and Pixar Pier to playful interactions. Characters from favorite Disney stories will entertain and delight. Beloved characters will pop up in new ways and sometimes in unexpected places as they remain mindful of physical distancing. Certain expectations that draw large, uh, certain experiences that draw large groups of gatherings such as parades and nighttime spectaculars will return at a later date. Uh, to enter a park, both a park reservation and valid admission for the same park on the same day are required for guests three and up. The theme park reservations will be limited and subject to availability. And until further notice, only California residents may, may visit the parks in line with current state guidelines. Love so all you guy. Floridians, don't be getting on a plane. Don't be coming here, stinking up our place. Uh, in the days leading up to the public opening on April 30th, Disneyland Resort will invite cast members and members of the local community to be the first theme park guests after more than a year of closure. A touch of Disney magic, uh, the limited time ticketing, a limited time ticketed experience, uh, which has sold out, will uh, go on as planned from March 18th through April 19th. Guests will have the opportunity to stay in the middle of the magic as the hotels uh, of the Disneyland Resort plan to welcome guests once again with a phase reopening. Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa plans to reopen on the 29th of April with limited capacity. Disney's Vacation Club Villas at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa will reopen on May 2nd. Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel and Disneyland Hotel will reopen on a later date. The health and well-being of all guests and cast members remain a top priority, just as the downtown Disney district at Disneyland Resort reopened with enhanced health and safety measures. Operational changes will be in place from the parks and hotels to align with guidance from health authorities and leanings from our parks, or excuse me, learnings from our parks around the world to promote physical distancing, enhanced cleanliness, and reduced contact. This guidance is fluid and applicable 
at any given time as community situations change. With that guidance, many factors will determine the timing of when offerings will become available. Cast members will be available to explain our new procedures and answers any questions and answer any questions you may have. I'm Via sure. the megaphone yelling at you, please keep megaphone. your mask up. That's right. <laughs> put your mask up over your nose, sir. Put your mask up over your nose, sir. Please put your mask up. Please put your mask up. Please put your mask up over your nose. Please put your mask up over Listen, put your mask up over the nose. The good news is they're opening. The bad news is they have this 15% capacity limit. And the other restriction is nothing, none of the indoor attractions will be open according to Orange County COVID plan. So I think they're going to be doing dining because the question that came to me and maybe some of our uh, travel agent friends i see in the room uh can answer but i think if they're dining the if the restaurant is open i think most of it has to be outside if not all of it's got to be outside so Mm -hmm. the outdoor restaurants i think are going to be the ones that are open like i think it's coronation cafe it's got that big outdoor area Mm -hmm. um so I think that is another limitation that is, uh, unfortunately, you know, for them that we didn't really have here as much. Um, but like Chapek says, we have to take this with a grain of salt. We have to open to so that we can get to, you know, 25, 35, 45 uh, percent capacity. You know, we just they could stay shuttered, I guess, until the yeah. numbers come around. But I don't who knows when that will be? <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I was saying earlier, there's a there's a morale mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. perception, yeah. and people need, you know, take it for what. I mean, ten thousand cast members are going back to work. Right, that's great, and people need Disney parks open. Yeah. It's just it's so ingrained in the soul of America. You know, we need those parks open. It's just it's how we all grew up. So. To have one of the two of the parks out of the six that we have, not counting the water parks, open. Right. It's just, it's hard. It's hard for us to fathom a fully fledged, full on USA with parks closed. So we're getting them open. We're going back to somewhat normal ish. Mm. I'm happy. It's yep. good. Uh, so Disney announced that the Jungle Cruise is going to add some new characters, mischievous wildlife, and skipper humor. To the classic attraction. So, uh, I think our upcoming show with Brian, uh, our former Imagineers, uh, we're going to talk about the reimagining of Jungle Cruise. So, we'll kind of go through some of this with him and uh, find out some more stuff. So, as Disney shared earlier uh, this year, uh, they're building on the original story of the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland Park and the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Disney is adding more humor, wildlife, and skipper heart to the classic attraction, and as part of a much larger effort, uh, this updated experience uh, will welcome new characters from around the world. The enhancements include several new scenes where guests will experience along the river, uh, all interconnected. Our world-famous skippers will continue to share the unique adventure and interactions with guests uh, expected on the Jungle Cruise. The new scenes will heighten our skipper's legendary 
comedic tone, uh, beginning with a trapped safari party that finds itself up a tree after the journey goes awry. Uh, Unexpected scenarios along the way will give the jungle and the animals the last laugh. Uh, For those looking to dive deeper, they're also expanding the attraction's backstory. Oh my god, we're going to need a book. (laughs) Here, read this book before you go on here. If only there is a movie coming out. Yeah. (laughs) And this will have nothing to do with it, according to them. Uh, Centered around the Albert Falls, a granddaughter of the world-renowned Dr. Albert Falls, as the proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company. Uh, Jungle Cruise fans might be familiar with her new name. However, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. We recently undercover a copy in an interview with Albert Falls that was featured in a 1938 issue of the Daily Gurus and about her name and the world-famous Jungle Cruise. We hope you'll get to know her name. Mm. Okay. So we have to wait Mm -hmm. and see what it's all about. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I'm excited for... Yeah, go go ahead. ahead. I'm excited for some of the changes. Yeah. I'm not sure why they had to take out the, you know, the rhino running the explorers Mm. of the pole. I don't, I guess, trying to whitewash... You know, there was no exploration of the jungle. I don't I don't know what that means, but I uh, hope they don't take out the backside of water. Probably not. They can't change too much of that attraction and then it just won't feel right. Mm. I mean but, uh, it is a loop of metal going around. Oh yeah. Well, just because they drive right by it doesn't mean that they take keep the joke in. So yeah. You know. We'll see. Um so, Tony, <laughs> all kidding aside about coronavirus, can you believe it's been five years since Shanghai Disney re- uh, opened up? No, I can't believe that. That's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it is. Shanghai, Shanghai Disney Resort opened its gates on June 16th, 2016. Seems a lot longer ago, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, it seems like it's been a while. It feels like we've uh, been talking around it for five years. <laughs> We have been talking about it for five years. It seems like we've been talking about it for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that'll bring the wonder and imagination of Disney. Uh, it brought it in in new magical ways to new audiences and regions. In the nearly five years since, the report, uh, the resort has become, I cannot read tonight. Uh, mm. The resort has become one of the most popular vacation destinations in the world, uh, featuring innovative experiences, new lands, new stories, and new characters. They continue to attract new and returning guests every day across China and beyond. As Shanghai Disney Resort prepares to celebrate its milestone fifth anniversary, get ready for a, and I'm using Tony's air quotes here, year of magical surprises. Starting April 8th, which you would think they would start that on April 1st, uh, we'll be celebrating with an exclusive lineup of... Excuse me. We'll be celebrating with an exciting lineup of exclusive experiences. You can see my problem. Uh, and sensational surprises across Shanghai Disneyland, the resort's two themed hotels, Disney Town, and beyond. I've got to get my teeth fixed. 
Apparently they're not working tonight. Uh, from a breathtaking nighttime spectacular, illuminate a nighttime celebration to an anniversary-themed overlay to Mickey's Storybrooke Express pre-parade. Wait a minute. They've got pre-parades? Over, they got parades over there? Yeah. That's not right. How's that possible? They're not in the United States under... Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Crazy Biden uh, law. <laughs> All cards and letters go to Tony Casanova at DisneyParksPodcast.com. There are new experiences and surprises around every corner. Each beautifully themed land will be illuminated while fifth anniversary decorations line the streets of Mickey Avenue. Head throughout the park. uh, I can't. I don't know what's wrong with me, guys. Heard throughout the park, new soundtracks will additionally bring the celebration to life, and a collection of the limited edition souvenirs will allow guests to bring home lasting memories. You'll also want to look out for a fifth anniversary makeover on the resort's two hotels and Disney Town. Uh, an all-new surprise squad formed by cast members will also appear throughout the day, greeting guests and unveiling exciting additional wonders, including fun souvenirs and opportunities to be invited to the Disney surprise show for a chance to win an exclusive VIP treatment and other prizes. As the resort raises the curtain on this milestone, keep checking in to see what additional surprises Disney's uh, Shanghai Disneyland resort has in store. Yeah. We still have to go there. That's still on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not for a few years because that whole coronavirus thing has me a little wigged out. But all right, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I told you uh, the uh, the server I had at uh, Homecoming uh, worked there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he really enjoyed it. He said he said it was yeah. the biggest park he's been to. Sure. Yeah. Totally with that. Yep. Yep. Totally with that. Okay, uh, let's get excited. Oh, must be Easter. <laughs> For incredible Disney Resort egg display uh, this year, I think uh, Disney kind of spread the eggs around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the puns—they just keep getting worse. Uh, uh, the Disney Resort pastry chefs have been hard at work uh, creating amazing Easter egg displays, uh, trying to bring a little bit of magic. Uh, you can visit the Yacht and Beach; uh, they have a couple displays there. Uh, there's a Peter Pan egg, there's a Aladdin egg, uh, there's a Neverland egg. But uh, let's give you the info where you can uh, – oh, oh uh, Alan Compass has got some uh, like on the little counter by the kitchen too. Yeah. Uh, but here are the resorts and the dates that you can see some eggs. All right. All right. The Boardwalk Resort in the lobby area is available for viewing March 26th through April 4th. Then you can go over to the Grand Flor- Floridian lobby area, concierge level – and the Grand Floridian Ca- uh, Cafe Lobby, available for, you- for viewing on March 15th to April 4th. Mm-hmm. Then Disney Saratoga Springs, and I don't think they've had eggs over there in a long time, over in the Carriage House is available April 1st through April 11th. And then Disney's Yacht and Beach Club, uh, at the Beach Club Yobby, uh, Lobby, if I could talk tonight too, the <laughs> Yacht Club Lobby, Ale and Compass Restaurant, the market at Ale House, are available March 18th to April 4th. So they're kind of trying to stagger a little bit, so not everybody's running over 
you know, because you know us crazy locals. We have to go see the eggs. So immediately, yeah. Uh, some of these may you may be like if you're not staying there, you may find it hard to get there if you are a local. Uh, yeah. We kind of found that experience with our meetup at the Wilderness Lodge, which uh, is closed technically. Uh, but um, you know, you may want to you know pull my old reservation trick out of your hat. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> comment at all. Hey, uh, if you like what we do here and want to support the show, uh, come on over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, you can sign up and you could not only get an amazing uh, set of rewards, depending on how much you contribute each and every month, but uh, for uh, as little as $5, you get two extra shows. Uh, at the $10 level, you get uh, three extra shows. And then we have a level at $35 a month where you get the three extra shows, plus you get one of the amazing Disney by the Numbers t-shirts. So if you're getting the t-shirts and you like the extra content, that just go over to uh, to Patreon, sign up, and you don't have to do a thing. The sh- uh, t-shirts come directly to you, and the decals when there's decals attached. So yeah, plus now Patreon offers uh, a 10% discount if you pay annually, and we're still running uh, the special on the, uh, the Pixar hat. If you join up or if you level up, you'll get a uh, uh, a hand-stitched embroidered hat uh, with the Pixar logo on it. So, yeah, check it out. Go to patreon.com forward slash – I'm sorry, wrong address. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon and sign up today. Sounds good. Uh, We have a meetup coming up uh, May 29th. We are going to rent a private theater at the AMC Theater at Disney Springs. So if you're in town, stay tuned. We'll – once we get a little bit closer, I'll – be able to pick a movie. Uh, I tried again this weekend, and it, it's just too far out for me to select a movie. They're like, no, we don't have movies yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next, uh, August 7th, we're going to Ravello at the Four Seasons for Character Breakfast. Stay tuned for that. That will have to kind of be a little limited, too. They're kind of antsy about large parties, uh, so we'll do that. And then uh, hopefully most things will be back to normal December 11th when we do our Christmas crawl. So that's nice. good. All right. Last week we had a trivia question, and it was this. Yeah. Which Disney animated movie has a soundtrack that has gone 10 times platinum, according to the Record Industry Association of America? And you say what, Mr. Donahue? Ma Selenga Babadissima. You are correct. It would be The Lion King. And this week's winner is Sam. So, Sam, it will be in the mail, Sam. It's in the mail. And and yes, that's Sam. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's him. All right, this this week's trivia question. Bo Peep is a reoccurring character in all of the Toy Story movies. All of them. True or false? That means you have a 50-50 shot this time. Mm. So if you know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. True or false? Now, if you think it's false, tell me which one she wasn't in for (laughs) bonus points. And maybe a bonus prize. 
Bonus points. Yeah, and a bonus so, prize. That's exciting. That is exciting. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, mm, deposit refund update for the new 2021 Adventures by Disney bookings. Uh, it's a great headline. Uh, Adventures by Disney has announced that deposits for the new 2021 booking, including land adventures, escapes, and river cruises booked through June 30th of 2021 for travel through March 31st of 2022, are fully refundable. Deposits are refundable until the final payment date, which has been temporarily changed to 65 days prior to the adventure departure. Uh, Disneyland Resort in Southern California escape departures beginning in March of 2022. All Buenos Aires escapes departures and all expedition cruise sailings are not included in the modified cancellation and the final payment policy. If you have any questions regarding the Adventures by Disney booking or you would like to make a new book, you definitely want to talk to our travel agent buddies over at destinations to travel we'll tell you how to contact them in just a bit tony has the logo up there so you can go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash a travel yeah. uh, i you know i I, I guess i understand why the cruise line and abd are still taking reservations even though none, none of them are happening because they want to keep their pipeline full but Sure. Aren't, aren't they tired of just taking reservations and canceling them at this point? <laughs> it's been like a year and a half. Like, oh, yeah, I can take that for you. Oh, yeah, sure, I can cancel that for you. Oh, I can take that for you. No, I can cancel that for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if there's some weird... I mean, it's almost like it's... I mean, I don't want to say this. This is just this is just an opinion. I'm not saying that Disney's just I'm floating this crazy idea. Mm. It's almost like that they're like funneling money. It's like they're always keeping X amount of money in the bank. You know, I'm just saying they're laundering your money. I'm that's just a funny thing that looks <laughs> awkward. I'm not saying they're doing it, I'm not, I'm not intimating that they're doing it, but you know, <laughs> look at all these bookings we have, look at all the bookings we gave away. <laughs> yeah, look at all these bookings we have. Yeah. Now, look at all the bookings we refund. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Money, the interest that we're making on the money alone, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Why not? Why yeah. Not? yeah. I, I guess maybe to their lenders that are lending them money, they're going, look at, no, we look at all these bookings we got. I know, right? <laughs> Business is fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. It's all good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Never mind the fact that it goes up and down. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway, if you're into the Orange Bird, the Orange Bird Sipper is uh, can now be found, but it's in a different park. <laughs> the bird is on the move. He's bird around. is the word. <laughs> bird, bird, bird. Uh, so if you were hoping to snag one of the original uh, Orange Bird Snippers, s- Sippers, <laughs> on an upcoming trip to Disney World, you might need to make an additional stop at the Sunshine Tree Terrace now for your itinerary. Mm. Uh, the uber cute orange bird sipper originally introduced at 2019's Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival has moved to the Magic Kingdom. He's now at the Sunshine Tree Terrace located in Adventureland near Jungle uh, Cruise Navigation Company Skipper Cantina. Guests can purchase a sipper filled with your choice of Dole Whip float for a schmear, sixteen forty nine. 
or a orange Dole Whip, which takes like St. Joseph's baby aspirin for fifteen forty nine. Have you ever had the orange bird? Uh, oh yeah, the Dole Whip. Yeah, yeah, know. the uh, yeah, yes, yeah. If anybody I mean, old enough remembers St. Joseph baby aspirin, y'all know what I'm talking about. He's actually right. <laughs> uh, this year's edition of the Sipper has taken the place of the original version at the Citrus Blossom Outdoor Kitchen in Epcot uh, World Showcase. Uh, while the Sunshine Tree Terrace wasn't the first home of the 2019 Orange Bird Sipper, it's obviously the most logical place. Yeah. Back in the day, guests were able to purchase drinks in sippers bearing the adorable bird's face. And I remember when they first did that, there was a line. Remember that line? Yes. People lined up for the bird. Bird is a bird. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. While you're there, uh, be sure to take a picture of the new mural dedicated to the Sunset Tree mascot. Uh, it's around the corner as you head towards the Jungle uh, Skipper Cantina. So mm-hmm. there you go. Something else for you to do in the Magic Kingdom. Yep. Uh, you know, as, as this is continuing to try to make as much of the park available to everybody, they, they do have to figure out ways to social distance. Uh, mm-hmm. So Disney is actually separating large parties into queues. Uh, so Walt Disney World really trying to keep capacity uh, down, but so flowing uh, now through mid-April, looks like the park's getting a little tougher about that social distancing thing. Uh, they've got some new signage up in the parks that advises guests to limit large parties to a maximum of four guests per physical distancing marker. So if you've got a crowd of 10, you, you can't all hug up on one physical distancing marker. You got to split into three groups, hmm. two groups of eight and two. So if you have a family of five, like mom has to take two kids and dad's got to take three kids and you got to split like- it up. Yeah, you gotta gotta make it work. Even though you, you all live in the same pod and or sharing spit and swapping sweat in the same room all day. Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy. Okay. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, thanks. Yeah. Uh, hours are extended uh, for the first week in April, uh, probably because of spring break, uh, mm-hmm. due to the massive crowds that have been showing up at the theme parks. Walt Disney World has extended hours in all for theme parks for the first week in April. Uh, The new schedule uh, is now uh, April 4th through April 10th. Uh, The Magic Kingdom is now going to 9 p.m. It's going from 8 to 9. Epcot is now going from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And uh, the Studios is going from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And uh, the Animal Kingdom is uh, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's... uh, Almost twelve hours for most parks. That's that's a pretty big leap. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's getting. I mean, that's better. That's getting better. Hopefully, yeah. they can keep this going and keep the uh, keep the momentum happening, keep the growth happening. That would yeah. be yeah. Be great. yeah. Um. Um. So uh, I mentioned this in the headline, which is very interesting because Blizzard Beach annual pass order discounts are now available, which is great. Uh, now that Blizzard Beach is reopened, Disney's offering a discounted price for annual pass holders uh, of $49 plus tax, which is a $49, excuse me, a $20 savings for adults and $10 savings per child. Tickets must be used on or before December 31st. 
2021. And it's good for the pass holder as well as free guests. As a reminder, Disney Blizzard Beach is the only theme park at Walt Disney World that does not require advanced reservations, which means these discounted tickets can be used at any time. So if you're an annual pass holder, get on those uh, discounted tickets, yo. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I wonder how many people are still pass holders. Nobody. <laughs> That's why they're doing it. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to pull out the ten people that are. Let's go find them. Oddly enough, that, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, Spork. Sporks and new plant-based items are now available at the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Disney has just announced that the widely sought after Spork is now I didn't know it was a thing. Did you sort? No, you didn't. I I I'd heard about it, but I you know yeah. I didn't didn't realize it was that big of a deal. Yeah, it's now available for purchase, <laughs> and in the first time in forever, Disney is limiting one spork per customer. Wow, strange. <laughs> it only took them fifty years to get onto this concept. How many? How many can you purchase at one time? Can you walk out and walk back in? I don't know. Maybe hmm. not if they've, uh, you know, tapped your card or something or your magic band. Maybe uh, this is all happening at Docking Bay Seven Food and Cargo in Stores Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The sport comes with a travel pouch. <gasps> oh, that's adorable. Well, you do have to leave the planet, so it's got to travel with you, right? That's true. <laughs> That's perfect for keeping it safe as you explore the galaxy and beyond, see? That's right. In more food news, Ronto Roasters in Star Wars Galaxy Edge is now offering two fabulous plant-based options. For breakfast, you can try the Triple Suns Breakfast Wrap with plant-based egg, smoky chickpea onion slaw, and roasted tomato sauce wrapped in a warm pita. Mm. Sounds delightful. For lunch and dinner, uh, the zucchini wrap is a must. It's grilled zucchini, smoky chickpeas, onion slaw, uh, creamy garlic tahini sauce, and fresh cilantro in a warm pita. Mm-hmm. And you must use mobile order to do so. Wow. Hmm. I you say know, I, when you say Ronto's roasters, I say where's the beef? No, I agree. Now where's the plant? Right. Yeah, <laughs> where's the plant? Grow me something. Grow me something good. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, so I started seeing some chatter about this. So this is interesting that we're talking about this. Is uh, the question is is something happening with Disney World annual pass sales? Mm. Uh, there's been some discussion online uh, from people who saw that residents in the UK could actually purchase brand new Walt Disney World annual passes. So the actual scoop, and again, take this for the grain of salt. I have not seen anything in print unless Tony can corroborate. No, not yet. Uh, when you visit the UK Walt Disney World website, you may notice that the option to put a new annual pass in your cart has appeared. You can successfully add it to your online cart, but If you try to check out, you will not be able to complete the purchase. Interesting. Here's what we know. Again, 
grain of salt. Uh, Disney works on their websites at all hours of the day, and we've seen some very interesting things pop up from time to time. Typically, we see these things. Uh, they don't say for excuse me. They don't stay on for long, and it usually indicates that something could be coming back. Without being able to complete the purchase, no one can really confirm that this instance isn't just a glitch. They're glitching out. Uh, so we don't currently know when Walt Disney World will begin selling new annual passes to guests or if they ever will. Uh, we'll keep you posted as always. We don't know. As soon as we know, you'll know. If somebody hears something, let us know. Um, but I'd be very fascinated to find out what the annual pass situation is. Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting. So I went to the UK travel site for Disney right. and right. I was hunting around for travel uh, pass or, and I saw nothing. So uh, I said, oh, so maybe they took it down again. But the thing you have to ask yourself, and I know it's possible, but why doesn't Disney have a development environment that mimics and mirrors their current online environment so that they don't have to scare the Jesus out of us by putting things up there. And then 10 seconds later, you know, they want to see how it works in the cart. And then, you know, obviously they take it down, just create a development environment. That's what everybody else in the world does. Right. Right. I don't know. It mirrors exactly what you have in production and you can do whatever you want and monkey around with it. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to uh, harm us civilians in the process, right. you know, or get us excited for things that we right. can't buy. Right. So. right. Uh, hey, if you have a chance, go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash T public, T E E public. We have uh, some uh, phone cases and coffee mugs and uh, masks and all kinds of uh, goodies over there. The masks are pretty good. I bought one with the electrical water pageant on it that I I, I still use. Um, cool. But uh, yeah, I like their masks. They're a little bit small. I would say they're mm-hmm. in the large area, not the extra large. So mm-hmm. just uh, be warned with that. Um, if you're going into Disney, it may not be enough mask for Disney, but anywhere else on the planet, it's perfectly fine. So go, <laughs> so go check that out. <laughs> Coming into the Pentagon, sir? Yes. Good mask. Come yeah. on in. Coming in to ride Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. That mask is not good enough. That's right. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it's not tall enough to cover the whole space what? area. <laughs> oh my god. All right, kids. How about a little headline news? And now the headline news. Sounds like uh Dr. Albert Falls is trying to send us a message. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we talked about uh, the confectionery closing on Main Street. Well, now the chapeau, uh, chapeau, chapeau is also closing for a very long, lengthy refurbishment. Really, this I I really think this is part of the fiftieth uh, cleanup uh, Main Street project that nobody's talking about, and I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about it. They're cleaning up Main Street. Um, Fixing then, it up. I think they're going to you know give the pig a nice coat of paint. Uh, the Rose and Crown dining room is currently accepting now. Remember, they were closed for their rehab. They're accepting lunch and dinner reservations now. 
uh, beginning March 21st. So they must be opening around March 21st if they're starting to take reservations. So that wasn't too bad. Right. Uh, Mr. Chappick went on record as saying and claims that guest satisfaction at the theme parks is higher than it was pre-COVID. <laughs> wonder why that is. Are you sure you're looking at the right numbers, Bob? I, bro, <laughs> dude, it's very easy. People have been so deprived of any entertainment. And Disney's mm. been closed. And now they're in the parks. They're just like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I, I just hope he didn't get the numbers backwards when he was looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> have you. Have you, yeah, have you seen the new uh, lighting package uh, for the Chinese theater at the Hollywood Studios? <coughs> Excuse me, I have not. It is very nice. Now, <laughs> they did up the lighting on the front. They got, you know, uh, now spotlights on the top of the building again. I don't know if you remember, like back in the day, there was all this, the, the Hollywood spotlights. So, so it looked like a premiere every night was happening at the studios. Right. And it, I think they've kind of gone away but now they're bringing them back but the the question is that is not the beacon that they chose for the 50th they chose the tower of terror right so you're putting lipstick on that pig but what about the one down there that you chose as the beacon for the 50th i don't know i appreciate and like the hollywood premiere lights but it's just on the wrong building right yeah don't wait, ma'am. Uh, I know it's uh, is it still National Women's Month? Yes, I, yes, I, I can't keep track anymore. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is now uh, women are leading and running the four theme parks here in Walt Disney World. All four theme parks have vice presidents that are women. Really? So, yes. So, uh, good to you, Disney, for, you know, breaking the glass ceiling a little bit and letting women in to your boys' mm -hmm. club. That was very nice of you. Mm -hmm. um, they installed the first light fixture in the <laughs> Epcot Beacon. <laughs> if you saw uh, the little uh, video that Zach Ridley put out, uh, I think they're Phillips used light bulbs that they're just mounting on there and... Somebody, you know, with an iPad app is going to turn them on and off every night. That's what yeah. it looks like to me. Looks like a, a, a large puck light where you just hit it yeah. and go and it pops on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's exciting. I, yeah. I think that if if they're they're putting them around, I would not want to be the person that puts them all on the – there's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, that puts these on and they connect through the little vents of all the little mm -hmm. triangles. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, because uh, on uh, on the like John's saying, the puck of it uh, is lit, but then each side has lights too, so it'll kind of shoot up the channels mm -hmm. of the geodesic dome, uh, which will make things uh, interesting. It'll be gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. People who are staying local who could see it will be in for quite a little show when they start really testing all that. Oh yeah. That'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. That video will be out on uh, YouTube here shortly, I bet. <laughs> yeah. The, the question is, 
like how are they wiring all that? <laughs> that's that's what I want to know. Like how are you mounting and wiring? Are you drilling into the geodesic to put the thing and then wiring on the inside? Like what a quagmire that's got to be. I don't. Yeah. Show us well, that video, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably hardwired and probably uh probably uh maybe they're battery know. operated. Maybe they run off a two D. God no. God, that'd be awful. Oh god. <laughs> now they gotta go uh, recharge damn batteries. <laughs> somebody in maintenance number 14, 26, 95, 34 are out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go change the D batteries in those, please. Yeah, Wi Fi goes down, the whole thing is like, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, Maybe they could do some more things with it. Maybe, you know, because I've seen, I've seen some pretty cool things done with LED lights. Maybe they can do some, yeah, some cool things with them. Maybe they can yeah. make some pictures with them. Right, right. I don't, I don't yeah. know what the technology is capable of. So, yeah, we don't know. That's awesome. So good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, so guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We want to make sure that you uh, you find us on the Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, excuse me, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at uh, Disney Parks Podcast. Come find us on our website, which is DisneyParksPodcast.com. Uh, you can find links there to all of our show archives as well as blog posts. We've got a lot of great guest bloggers who are blogging for us. The uh, most knowledgeable travel people in the industry are blogging for us, and that's awesome. Uh, you can also find links to some of our great friends uh, doing uh, doing services like our Magic Band buddies as well as uh, our friends at Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can find them over there as well. If you're looking for a travel agent, you can go to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. Fill, fill out a quick little survey. Someone from the company will be back with you as soon as possible. Uh, and then, hey, you know, if you'd like to support the show, uh, please come over to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. That'll take you to our Patreon page. You can sign up and uh, get not one. Not two, but three distinct shows each and every week uh, that you can only hear there, nowhere else. We've got some other content that we're going to be putting out there as well. Uh, we'll be teasing some of that as the time comes. And uh, did I miss anything? Nope. I think that's it. Sweet. Guys, thank you so much. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, come watch us at Facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. And as we always like to say, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Disney Parks.